Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Demi God Chronicles. It's your boy Santi Daya, aka Demi God, here with my co-host. How's it going? My name is Christian Lopez. Welcome to the Demi God Chronicles. We got an exciting show for you guys, so sit back and enjoy. Hey, hey, hey! It's Alasia. You know, we're here back with my brother Men. And over the jail phone. <laughs> <laughs> We got our boy, Mr. Uh, Mr. J. Wheel, in the cut like a band aid. We in the COVID, we in the COVID line, man. Yeah, my boy, my boy in quarantine. But I'm back at it like a crack addict. Jay got the vid. Absolutely, yeah, my boy, my boy. Feel me, my boy. Unfortunately, you know he uh, he caught the vid, and uh, my boy had to had to had to take a little time out for a little bit. But he good. Let the people know your health is up. You feel me? Your spirits is up. No respect. Big up. <laughs> How do you feel, Jay? How do you feel with COVID? Like, what does it feel like? It's, um, guess low. Like the first, like the first week was crazy. I ain't gonna lie. First week was crazy. Like, dog, chill, shaking. I was shaking like a stripper at night. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, cough. The cough is vicious. That's it. Like you just feel weak, and you just have. I didn't. You see, I, I didn't have the the no taste and no smell thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. But um, I had anything else. Basically, the headache, the fever, and the chills and everything. So yeah. Let's see what you been taking. Um. Well, I called my doctor. He prescribed me some like. I think it's like some. St- it's like steroid, a, right? a steroid, and yeah. then it's something else that he prescribed me. But uh, you know, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling better, better than I was like earlier in the week. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I don't wish this on nobody. <laughs> I don't wish this, <laughs> I don't wish this on nobody at all. Like this is crazy. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Hmm. Anyone in your family else oh, yeah. get it? Your family was it straight? Uh, my mom, my mom has it actually, but she's perfectly fine though. She's okay. an asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, but um, yeah, she's a, she's the only one that has it, but she's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's, that's good. good. I mean, as long as everybody good. on your side is healthy, you feel right. me, and mm-hmm. feeling feeling good, that's good. <laughs> but yeah, as 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 far as COVID goes, people, like I said, make sure you still follow protocols and stuff like that. We don't know. What's going on? We don't know the long-term effects, short-term effects of anything. Who's to say in 20 years, you know, there's not a new disease that developed because they're masks and shit like that, you know? Like, All I know is one thing. I'm going to be straight. I take really good care of myself. That's yeah. my mindset. Yeah. Either way, everybody's going to be good. So, you know, going to the next questions, the intro. How's everybody doing? How's your week? My week was good, man. My week was good. My aunt turned 40. You know what I mean? So shout, shout out, out to, shout out to Auntie. Auntie Give a shout out. Shout out Auntie Shelly. She turned forty, so we had a Happy nice. Birthday, Auntie. We had a nice, just small family dinner. Just the family It was cool. That was really, really fun. And um, what else I did this week? That was probably the main thing. Oh, website drops today, so that's Ooh. dope. Officially, officially drops. Today. Don't, don't look don't, out for that. Don't breeze over that. Get the people. Yeah. Get the people yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So I created a website. Thank you, Nate. Nate Corville. Nate helped me make that website. So we made that. It's going to be all different articles that I'm writing, just expressing myself and different things that I'm learning to get that out for the people. Also, videos and interviews I did one-on-one. Got an interview coming out with Kyrie. Interview coming out with my one of my Spanish teacher, Andres, talking about how to learn Spanish and his, his life in Russia. 
also got an interview with my boy Moose where he talks about how to network for people like us, the importance of networking to help you get where you want to get in life. And um, a lot more interviews I'm going to do with other people, a lot of people that I come across, I meet a lot of successful people. So just to show you guys what they tell me all the time, and that's why I have some of the opinions that I have. And um, just different things like that, writing articles and all different aspects of my life. So, yeah, man, it's going to be good. The website itself is beautiful, man. Nate, Nate did a really good job making that. So, yeah, man, that's dropping today. So be on the lookout. It's going to be it's gonna be good, man. It's greatness. Y'all are watching greatness yeah. in the make, making. Greatness in the making. Yeah. That's big facts. Alicia, how's your week? How you doing? Oh, my yeah. week was good. It was good. Can't complain. Went by smooth. Did what I had to do. Suave. Yeah. Uh, the only bad thing is that I put like a, my tire had a bubble in it, so I had to spend some money on a tire. Yeah, yeah. I thought the gas station. The ghetto. I thought, I thought the gas so station two days ago. I was some guy in the car next to me had a bubble in his tire. I'm like, yo, yeah, yo, you had a bubble in your tire, <laughs> bro. You catch a good, worse. bro. That's that should blow out on the highway. It's a dog. Is that what happened to Kiki? Dangerous. I, I, is that what happened to her? Remember she hit the, um, the yeah, yeah, I think that might be what happened, honestly. Sean said, I met a lot of successful people in quotes. The small flex took me out. Shout out to Sean. Shout out to Sean. Shout out to Sean. Jalen, how was your week, bro? You know, I know you're in quarantine. Um, my week was full of COVID. Sorry, nah. But uh, other than that, uh, other than the COVID shit, other than that, uh, tell the good news, bro. Show me I'm back at it, man. I got my job back. Huh? That's crazy. Silence snaps from my boy Jay. <laughs> That's crazy, Elijah. Sean from the Levant yeah. to his tire. And yo. The same thing happened to Sean Tire. Bubble. That just happened to me. Crazy. Though. So unfortunate. Yeah, my boy, we my, back out here. My boy, saying. My boy back on a job. <laughs> How you Sorry. feeling, Jay? How you feel you got your job back, Craig? I feel. I'm Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Called you Craig. Oh, man. Yeah, we jacking nah. that. Uh, nah, I feel like. I don't know. I don't know what to feel. <laughs> I don't know what to feel. Like, I got it back. I'm happy. I'm blessed. But, you know what I'm saying? Wouldn't it be crazy the first day you walk in and quit? Yeah, I'll be nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Jay's like, yeah, yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> that, that'll be nuts. But I, I know Tabitha Wheel ain't having that, so. Who? Um, his mom, his mom. My mother. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know my mother ain't having that, so. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean, it's, 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 it's okay. It's, it's good. I feel like, you know, but I, I don't, I don't want to be working for the, for the, uh, for the white man. Wow. Okay. I mean, yeah, speak your truth, my brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they could just take your so, job like they did whenever they feel like you're right. So, yeah, like, I, I don't want to be working for the white man. Though. Yeah, you, you know, you know we, we, come on. We're going to keep going. <laughs> you already know, Jay Body. Um, my week was, it was cool. I got some uh, new orders in this week. Uh, got some, chipped some stuff out. Um, well, that's also gonna be on the website. We're gonna have portraits for sale from Master yeah. Studio. Yeah, don't let that go over your head. Port, port, yeah, I want some portraits um, for sale for me, hoodies, shirts, all that. Master Studios underscore with a V. We about to get back posting this week. We gotta, we gotta re, we revamping the page. Got some some new logos in today. I'm let them know that's knowledge. Which I don't know is portraits is an asset. You feel me? So buy it while it's. While it's, it's not going to be cheap, but buy it for exactly. the price it is now. In three years, it's going to be worth a little bit more. Exactly. Because, one, it's a, 
I mean, it's sad to say, but them shits are going to be worth more when I'm gone. <laughs> but, that you know. Up, that goes up to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it going. <laughs> but, yeah, like, you know, uh, about to have some, some more stuff for sale. Uh, some, what else, what else did I do this week? Um, well, we're going to have very, very limited, so limited, you're probably not going to get one. Yeah. Clothing dropping. Yeah, we're about to have some DGC merch coming in. Uh, we got a, we got an order of uh, some blanks coming in. We about to get crazy with that. Very limited. You probably won't get one. Um, <laughs> very limited. You probably will. <laughs> nah, it's gonna be very limited. So if you do uh, want to inquire about, you know, the drop is coming, uh, just you know, turn on your post notifications from us because it's gonna be a one, two, three kind of thing, you know. But yeah, it was a, it was a good week. Pretty much. Uh, oh. We can't ignore the weather this week. Boy, boy. It was beautiful. Mother Nature was showing her ass this week. <laughs> nah, it was it was nice out yeah, this week. It's pretty my bed out now. Went on a few walks. Mm-hmm. Got some good uh you know workouts and shit this week. None none too crazy. You walk, you walk with the mask or without the mask? Without the mask. Without the mask. Yeah, because if I'm walking by myself, if I'm passing somebody, I can just move away from them. Mm-hmm. But if I'm walking by myself, what the hell am I wearing? When, when you're in New York and Philly, everybody take, walk with the mask yeah. on. Do you take the mask with you? Um, if I know I'm not going in the store, I'm not. I'm not yeah, like I, I walk around, I'll, you know, walk around from. Like if I'm, cause I'm on block. I live near the hospital, right? Right. So if I'm walking towards the hospital, I would bring my mask, cause that's like a populated street. Mm-hmm. But the way I walk is kind of like away from everyone, mm-hmm. and be out of the way. You know, nice little quaint. Feel, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in a plastic place, you know. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh-huh. Shameless, Very subtle. Shameless plug, right? <laughs> Very subtle. I like that. Um, all right, so the weekly hypothetical. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You ready? I'm not ready. Elijah been asking every all day week, for a week. Yo. All week, <laughs> She's like, what's the hypothetical? What's the hypothetical? It's, not, it's, nothing, nice. it's nothing crazy, right? All right. All right, so if you could level up any aspect of yourself, right? Strength, intelligence, charisma, whatever the case is going to be. But you had to decrease another oh my attribute. God. But you had to decrease another attribute. Mm-hmm. What would you level up and what would you decrease and why? I was going to say I'd level up my patience. Mm-hmm. But to take something away, that, that could it's be anything, it could be something hard. good. I mean, it, it, I would say like a quality attribute. That's something I do good. Yeah. I guess I would level up my patience. I don't know, how can I say this? I would take away a little bit of my drive. Why? Because sometimes, <laughs> because I'm so like driven to do things and I lack a little bit of patience sometimes, I could rub people the wrong way. Who don't have that, you know what I mean? Because I get I get super competitive with just about anything, you know what I'm saying? So like sometimes it's not good. So I would take that away a little bit, and I would add in my patience to relax a little bit. Alright. Um, I think I would take away, um, me being so independent, um, because that doesn't let me like people help me when things like I really need help. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'll figure it out myself. Um. And then I think I would add to, hmm, I think I would add to being more consistent. Mm-hmm. I feel like I start things and don't finish them. Probably level up, definitely, definitely like my drive. I'm sorry, Chris, I had to take that, but you stole mine when I, when I was thinking about it. No, nah, Chris said he's Chris was saying give he, it up. he was decreasing his drive. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna level I'm gonna level up my drive definitely. Uh, but put down. 
Nah, you got to put down something good. Something good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what you watch, Wonder Woman, bro? Hmm? You was watching Wonder Woman or something? Nah. It's just a bunch of hypothetical. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to put down. This guy. Oh, yeah. Oh. Put down my... Me caring for people. Wow, there you like go. Like caring, caring about feelings too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that, yeah. All right. Yeah. I would take away some of my social skills mm-hmm. and I would increase my um I would increase my focus. Okay. And why? Because you know sometimes my focus lacks and I you know be freaking running around worried about everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that's a generational thing. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I think because we grew up like. Like even like I think the generation younger than us has less focus than we have. Yeah. Cause like things happen so fast. Like like we Vine was new to us, but that's all they know. Like TikTok and shit. So like they can yeah. lose interest in a video like in five ten seconds. Yeah. The the uh, what, what was it the it was eight seconds before and it went down to like five. Yeah. They, five they, they were saying the average attention span is dropping. So you got to get someone's five point four seconds. You got to get a, someone's attention. A goldfish's attention span is ten seconds. A humans was eight. And now it's five point four. So you gotta get someone's attention like the first five seconds or I just zone out. Yeah. Damn. Mm, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Alright, so um getting into the next segment, we are going to do current events. Lisa, start us off. Um, okay. We can start off with Biden's speech. How y'all feeling about it? I didn't see it. I didn't really watch it either, but I know um Chris. Man, Chris has I thought it was um I thought it was interesting because he gave me like a like I'm not a I don't have a, a political party. I'm like independent. Um, but I thought it was interesting because I never like, I never saw like, that's how you run a country. I never thought of it like that. Like the way he was saying like, oh, we have a list of problems. We got to prioritize them from what's the most important problem to the, and then we got to solve them that way. And like, that's the way I look at my life. You know I mean, what are the things I want to do? How am I going to prioritize it? But I never thought that that's the same way you run a business. I mean, that's the same way you run a country. That's kind of like how you run a business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But so to hear him say that was interesting. And he also gave like an interesting point, which I didn't know either. He was saying that most of the, I guess, miners that are stuck at the border, he was saying a large, he said something like 80 or 75% of them are like over the age of like 15 or something like that. So like he said the media might make it seem like it's, you know, four-year-old kids or things like that, but that wasn't actually the case. So it's interesting to hear him say that. And he was just talking about, like, I didn't know America was 17th in infrastructure in the world or something like that. So... He was just laying out all about the issues and uh, about the country that I just didn't know. And something that I found really interesting was a lady, um, a lady, he was talking to, someone asked him a question, and he was just like, something you have to understand. And he stopped and was like, you know what, I apologize, I didn't mean like that, I know you understand. He was saying a point I'm just trying to make. And I think for him to have empathy like that in a moment like that was pretty cool, and it just showed me that, regardless of how you feel about him, like he clearly has some leadership ability he has leadership knowledge of how to treat other people and how to lead a country and he's not just making blind, whatever you might think of his decisions you could think they're great or they're bad but you can see there's thinking behind what he's doing you know i know some people like to make him out as like this 80 year old old guy who's incapable but from the way he was speaking and the way he was going about his decisions and the way he was thinking things through i was like people the people who are calling him incapable he's more capable than you yeah you know what i'm saying because i know majority of people don't say don't look at their own life and go, I have a list of issues. 
What is the most important? Is there anything that's time sensitive? What needs to be dealt with now? What's an immediate emergency? What's something I could do in the future? People don't think like that. So for him to stand in front of him and say like that's kind of how he's thinking, I thought was pretty cool. You know what I mean? And it was interesting to me. I never like I never thought of it like that to see him like that's how someone goes through their decision making process and like oh that's the leader of a country. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. That's tough that, you know, we actually have a president that's um considerate. Yeah. Using language that's considerate to all of us. Mm-hmm. So that's tough. Um, yeah, I think that's very important because coming from what we just experienced, you know, yeah. with, with our presidency. It's good to see someone who isn't being divisive mm-hmm. and can take someone's criticism mm-hmm. and, you know, turn it into a, a thought and, you know, contemplation and say, hey, look at this other side. Instead of saying you're wrong and yes. this is why you're wrong, mm-hmm. um, he's saying, you know, the information that you have is skewed mm-hmm. and, you know, this is why it's, it's skewed. Yeah, that's why, and that's why it was coming up because, like, the reporters were disagreeing with him. Yeah. And he was listening. He's like, yeah, that's a good point. But did you think, like, there's other side to it? Like, there's this side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we had this in place, but it got taken a while, so now we got to start from ground zero. And things don't happen overnight. Like, nothing happens overnight. So you can't just expect to, for the public to want something, then tomorrow it's there. You know, he's saying, like, saying these things take time. And, um, yeah, it was cool. Like, just this, like, regardless of what you agree, and if you agree, like, I'm not saying I agree or I don't agree. It was just the fact that I can tell, like, I read leadership books, I can tell there's a thought process there, and I respect that at least. Like whatever decision he comes to, that's his decision in his cabinet. And he was even saying stuff like that. He was like, he goes, in a lot of these things, he goes, I appointed people there. I go and listen to them because I made them the experts. So I sit and listen to them, and together we make a decision. I don't go in there and tell them do this, do that, do. It. So even that was cool because those are all things you you read like how Kevin Durant just said, "There's nothing I could do in this world alone," and he's not making it seem like he's doing that. He's really going out there and saying, "No, I appointed this person as a leader." I go there to hear their opinion because they're the ones that are close to the situation and I just might just give them a broader sense of the whole, what's going on with everything but I listen to their point of view on this specific topic because that's who I trusted to be the leader of that. Yeah. I think just to hear all of that and just at least gives you some sense of sensibility regardless, like I said, of the result or what you want. It gives you an understanding that a thought process is there. You know what I mean? You can trust that. That at least there's smart people at least trying their best to make the best decision regardless of what they think the best decision is. Yeah. It's just cool to know that there's something there, you know? Right, most definitely. Shout out Moneybag, Moneybag Joe, man. Yes, <laughs> no, that's facts. Um, that's, that's very important. Um, next current event? Uh, we have Arkansas. Um, now just passed a Bless bill. Bless you. <laughs> just passed a bill that healthcare workers can deny healthcare or um, care to people of the LGBTQ community. Um, I think this is foul. Um, regardless of your sexuality, regardless of the choices you make of your body, you are still a person. Yeah. And nobody should deny you rights that you should just have. Mm-hmm. You know, um, us getting health care, like, come on, people get sick. There's COVID going around. How, how could you say that First of all, if you're in the healthcare field and you deny some that somebody service because of their sexuality, you should not be in that field, period. Yeah. And the fact that that's yeah. even up for conversation, it's fucked up. And like there's no I feel like there's at this point like this needs to come from higher up. Like governors should, or people should not be passing things like this in such a time 
where we have these people that are becoming more open with their sexuality and and expressing and and cross-dressing and doing the the things that they that help them feel good they shouldn't be able to go to the doctors and somebody say no i'm gonna not give you service for this so i thought that was something that was real fucked up and that should be brought up to light I mean, as far as uh, sexual preference goes, it's like, I'm not going to be, you know, like that. I don't like, you can't be that critical of people with something that has nothing to do with you. That's why I be trying to figure out why like, people care so much. If, if you eat pork Yo. and I don't eat pork and I just don't agree with what you eat, yeah. I'm not going to not fuck with you yeah. or not help you I don't get it. or not whatever yeah. because you eat pork. I just may not eat food when you're eating food yeah i don't get why people like, like um why do you care so much it has nothing to do with you like it has nothing to do with me whatever you do with your life like, exactly like your 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 sexual preference is your sexual preference nothing to do with me yeah. I if think, i'm not having sex with you it does not mean a goddamn thing like yeah, it doesn't mean anything to me. that's like you saying you're vegan right and if i was keto and i'm like what the fuck he only eats plants Huh? Huh? I can't understand that. Uh, I can't be like, friends with him. Nigga, just don't go grill a steak when you want to eat. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah, it's I simple. I don't get it, bro. I think sometimes like people they get that argument like, oh, it's my my religion. But I can't speak for all this because I haven't read every book. But for the ones I have read, like their principles, it all says do unto others as you would do unto yourself. Like that's the primary rule. Like that's what like that's what part of Christian. Like if someone's a Christian, they say that. Well, that's what part of Christianity is about. He came to release you from all these rules you guys were following. And he gave, like, a simple rule. Do unto others as you would do unto yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you follow that, you're not doing unto others as you would do unto yourself. So how are you saying that you're this religion and I can't do this because of this religion? I was like, sometimes I wonder, like, what book, like, what are you guys reading? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know some people really, that's why I think sometimes people read, but they just, it goes over their head in a sense. Like, they don't really understand what, what's, what's being said. Like, why, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you read some of the stories, it's like, if that's really your religion, I'm just picking for that religion because that's what people are in America. You feel me? I'm a majority. So that yeah. is yours to say, right? Yeah. I mean, well, these people you guys judge so much, if you read his stories, that's who he sat with. That's who he ate yes. with. That's who he parted. So if you are that, and the person you want to be like and follow, like I said, let that mind be in you. So why are you acting like that? So it's a different agenda. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So there's, obviously it's not that. There's something else going. There's hate in you, and he had no hate in him. So how are you acting like that? It's something bigger. You feel me? So I don't get it. I really don't. I don't understand people. Uh, Unless it's it's directly detrimental to your health or your well-being or your social construct of living, then what the fuck? Like, it it doesn't really matter, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, people, people get into this, like, when it has, when something has to do with how it affects your children and your family, all right. But as far as you, if, if I'm walking out in the world with my child and my child sees something and I now have to explain to them, you can't be mad at the world because you don't understand how to explain something to your child. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or you can't be mad at the world because you don't have an explanation for how this person is doing that, for how this person... There's people out here that rob people, that mm-hmm. kill people, that do all these type of, types of things mm-hmm. that are literally a direct influence to you and your community and people don't care half the stuff about that stuff yeah but you're willing to go pass a law for 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 choices that women are supposed to make or you're willing to go pass a law for choices that has to do with people's sexual preference and how they identify themselves it doesn't matter i could literally wake up tomorrow and be on some like yo i I, i'm i'm no longer a human being i i identify something else 
right? If I'm walking around saying I'm not a human being, right, and I'm something else, mm-hmm. are you are, are you going to be like what what the we got to get him out of here? Like, yeah. like it's I'm it's not detrimental detrimental to your way of life. Yeah. It's not detrimental to anything that you have going on. So I don't understand why there's even Think, a conversation about it. I think a lot of people have a like a scarcity mindset. Like they live in survival mode, so they have this understanding that the more rights someone else gets takes away from my rights. Mm. But life doesn't work like that. Life's very abundant. Like how we all could be wealthy, same way like yeah, we can all have rights. Like the rights you have doesn't take away from the rights I have. Exactly. People yeah. think that way. Like if I give them rights, I lose mine. <laughs> life doesn't work that no, way, you know. Like I mean? literally. Like you can you can live your life, you can keep your I it's just like I said, people when when their way of life, and and their personal understanding is is under attack, that's when they feel like they have some. They're coming from a place of validity because it's oh I can say this because of this, oh I'm I, I go to church you know I, I can say that you guys are not supposed to be married because it says in the Bible that this and this and this and, but your cousin who just got out last week for killing someone, it says in the Bible he shouldn't be killing people but you love him the same way. Yeah, but also says he should be forgiven. You know what I'm saying? It's just I, I don't. Bro, I, I think sometimes, like, we, like, thank you, like, Shreen, Sean, like, Sean, we talked about it, like, I think sometimes it goes beyond the books, it's just, people just use those things for their own agenda. Yeah. It's not like they're really trying to stick to what it teaches them, because if, if you really stuck to what it teaches you, there would have been no slavery, there would have been no hate, there would have been no Jim Crow, because the number one principle is love, do unto others yeah. as you would do unto yourself, and if you wouldn't make yourself a slave, then you wouldn't make anyone else a slave. Yeah. So if you're doing that, then you automatically throw off the principles of the book, and you're just following your own agenda. Yeah, and, and the book has been altered so many times. It's, touched, it's like touched, 100 versions. Right, touched <laughs> yeah. so many times that at, right now, at this point, it's not to be taken so literal. Yeah. It's to be taken as a story of life yeah. and how you should, you should, if you do have a problem, how you should refer to your problem or... Um, like things along that line, but it's not to be. Some people take like the most random line out of the Bible and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna just start shooting motherfuckers up." Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, how did you come from that conclusion to that? Yeah. When it's really just a story about how to understand mm-hmm. what's happening and what should you know how you should go about certain things. Yeah, people. I don't know. Yeah. Humans, man. Yeah. Uh, next. What's, what's the next one? Oh, yeah. This. <laughs> This next one's a little heavy on the heart, y'all. It's a little heavy on the heart. Um, we saw this, well, you know, I just show it, shared with my brother, man. Oh, turn, turn the live towards you so you can get, get your engagement popping. I just shared with my brother, man, this um, video of these two little girls stealing a car, a Uber driver's, uh, Uber Eats guy's car in D.C., um, they were 13 and 15, and um, they were, like, wrestling with him in a car, and I guess one of the girls put her leg over, or maybe the guy was standing up, and the girl, like, um, shifted the gear. You can't really tell from the video, but she ended up just running the car over, like, running it full speed into, like, poles. The guy was, like, halfway into the car, halfway out, Um it was a really like graphic video. If anybody wants to see it, you know, just DM me and I'll send it out. But people have, again, they're not God fearing, or people have no moral compass of like. If you watch the video, there's people recording it instead of helping this guy. 
This guy is fighting to keep himself in the car instead of, you know, just being like, y'all have it. But again, they're 13 and 15 young girls. So, it's up in the air. No tienes sentido. Nope. <laughs> At all, bro. They definitely don't. People don't fear nothing. They, Especially this new generation. It's just like a free-for-all. Yeah, because at, at the end of the day, I'm I'm tired of seeing people die on the internet. And I'm, ty- I'm tired of seeing like all these graphic videos. Who was it? I was talking. Keith. 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 Sergio Sunday. Keith said that. He said like, our generation is mad, like desensitized to murder. Like, every time you go on the internet, you see someone dying. Like, granted, in the communities all the time but like right. every single day of your life if you want you can see someone die like, oh, yeah, in absolutely. a million different ways like that was a new one for me i've never seen someone die like that and yeah. i can i keep seeing it in my head it's like bothering me like that's some, like stuff yeah, like yeah. that is like bro like the way you heard his body smack that oh my god yeah bro. it was it's a crazy video it's just like like how did it get to that point it could have been prevented in so many so many ways how did it end up to that point why was the guy recording and not helping two little girls with no weapons two little girls no weapon little girls 13 and 15 which i was doing at 13 and 15 playing football <laughs> playing football <laughs> playing football in high school trying to figure out boys yeah Freshman. <laughs> like she, she's speaking for her not for us oh <laughs> avoiding the roaches is it man you said what <laughs> Avoiding away. No, the what? The water bug? The water bug. <laughs> oh, that's coming up. <laughs> but, yeah. That shit is crazy that, you know, one, we live in a world where people just rather sit around and get content than help a situation. Mm-hmm. And another thing that's troublesome that I said, like, before that video even started was that, you know, like, there's freaking a minute and 30 seconds worth of video or something like that two mm-hmm. minutes maybe at the start of that two minute video that man was alive and at the end mm. of the video he's no longer here mm. and I, I, I don't think people really take those things into consideration I remember yeah. like uh, like a few months like a month or two ago when like it was a heavy snowfall and like there was that situation where the person had got Two people had got killed for shoveling, and you, I don't know if you've seen that video. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 I did see that video, yeah, and the guy see, the guy came out and just started shooting. Yo. Yeah, better than me, bro. I'll dead. I'll see. I'll read the headline. I'll watch the video in like a minute. I'm like, can't watch this. Bro, that shit is so crazy Yo, to me. That shit it, is crazy. It's just like, bro, you see these things, and like, like I, I don't think people are really realizing that we're really watching people lose their lives on video. Regular. Like, um, and like I said, to me, it's... It's starting to become a thing where it's just like, you know, you see the things, you could just scroll past it. Mm. But it's it's the fact of the matter that, you know, that, that man has a family. Mm. He has kids. He has a wife, probably. He has people that love him. And for however many weeks now that it's relevant, they have to go online and watch their, their significant other, their father, their uncle, whatever it is, die. Right. Or they have to watch people talk about it or people make fun of it and say this and say that. Oh, why didn't he just do this? Or why didn't... He... People that have nothing to do with the situation, and like I said, I think I think it's important that you know we start we start like you got to start monitoring what you consume because mm-hmm. that type of stuff, like I said, it can start you know bringing you to a, to a space where you know you start you stop caring about certain things. And me, I'm still human. I still care about you know other people. I still care to do good things in the world. So 
just seeing stuff like that is, is really heart, heartbreaking. So. Absolutely. And that concludes our current events. And we can move into... We got a special guest in here. Who? Miss Joy. Oh, hey, Mama. Mama. Hey, Mama. Hey, girl. What's up, ma? Hi, Auntie. Um, but yeah, so, song of the week. We had it live. Again, we'll be back, people. That was Chief Keith, Love Sosa. What that song came out like 2014? 2013? 2012. Love Sosa did not come out in 2012. 2012? 2012? Damn, that was my freshman year. Oh, damn. We were at juniors. I was still bumping into it. Junior going into, yeah, junior, the first semester. Oh, junior? Yeah. Well, I was a sophomore. I was listening to that my junior year football season. Yeah, Chief Keith. For, the, for those of you who don't know, that man don't get enough respect. He he fathered a whole generation of new rappers, you know. I think uh, just the fall off was crazy. Nah, it was it was uh it was it was strategic. His his fall off was strategic. Yeah, he didn't put out bad music, and then people started listening to him. He just stopped releasing music, and he started producing. Same way Soldier Boy did. I feel like he got some Soulja bad takes out there. I mean, it's he has he had, he started releasing more niche stuff, like his old fans and stuff was like. Oh, started doing like old chief shit because he was too commercial at a point, and then he started like you know getting back to that old bag to where it's pretty much gonna be like if you if you was fucking with him for a minute you gonna you wanna fuck with that, but if you was a I new like fan, finally rich, yeah, finally rich was crazy. KK, all that all that good stuff. That was that was the time of true religion and what did you say cargo pants. Cargo pants. <sighs> that was a good Phone time. Closets. Phone posits. Phone posits. Yeah. Phone posits. That was that was an era. That was that's the end of an era. But we are back this week with another segment, another phone drop. Now, um, this week, you know, last week was a heavy, was a heavy topic. So we wanted to talk about, you know, something that's you know fun and lighthearted. So this week we're gonna get into high school. And our high school experiences, um, just a disclaimer, anyone who was a part of these stories or, you know, they, they fall into the episode, we're not going to use nobody's name or nothing yeah, like that. Yeah, we're not going to talk about nobody's name. But, uh, yeah, we get to talk about everybody's individual high school, you know, maybe give you some takeaways of stuff that we learned in high school. But, yeah, we're just going to keep it fun. We're going to keep it light this week. So, who want to kick us off? I'll start. I'll go later. You're playing hard. Uh, um, no, I was. Um, oh no, no, no. Chris can start. Okay. I think high school was cool. Well, first let's let's let the let's let the listeners know that you two went to the same high school. Oh, we didn't go to the same high school. Yeah, me and Christian went to high school together, but uh, I was a freshman and he was a junior. Yeah, two so years apart. Two years apart. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. High school was fun. I mean, high school was interesting. Would be the better way of teaching. I think high school is cool. Cause I think it's the first time in your life where you're like fully, completely, one hundred percent conscious of what's going on in your life. And you start to really see, like, 
all sides of people. Like what people will do, what they're about, what they won't do. Like you start to see like how people go into these groups and everything. So I thought high school was cool because it's like at the it's one of the best life learning experiences a person could go through. Like I think like I want to homeschool my kid eventually. Like but I'm still gonna send them to high school. So I think everyone should go to high school. Like it just helps you become an adult because like it's very eye. I think it's super eye opening the things you'll see in high school. And I think if you miss that, you'll never get to experience anything like that again. So yeah, um, I had a pretty good high school experience as well. Um, Education-wise, I feel like, you know, it was a pretty good education. Um, As far as socially, you know, there was like some ups and downs because that's where you really understand uh, how people were raised and if people, like, that's where you really understand that people were not raised like you. Mm -hmm. You see, like, people believe in different things and you can coexist with those people. So, it's tough. Jay? Um, my high school experience, it was very, very, I, uh, I liked it towards the tail end, but the very beginning, I didn't, I, I hated high school. Diablo. But towards like the end, Por qué? loved it. Why, Jay? Um, that hate was like a strong. Yeah, in the very beginning, I hated the school I went to. Okay. Um, should, should, should I name the school? No, you know how to name the school. Yeah. All right. Um, fuck it. Uh, I... Yeah, so the school that I went to was a charter school, and it was uh, it was just, just bad vibes. Like, like, you just couldn't do nothing but go, but literally just go there and go to school and just do nothing like high school like my when i went into high school i literally thought of like the 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 movies and shit no cap literally thought i was gonna be in the movies but when i went when i went to this school my freshman year i got a rude awakening why um because it was just so he was getting Huh? Do we used to smack you up, Jay? Get the f- <laughs> 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 um, nah, it was just, Jay it was said just a rude like, awakening. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. Bully. Because, like, bro, like, you, like, in that school, bro, you couldn't do nothing. Like, you really got in trouble for hugging, like, a girl, like, saying what's oh, up sh- to a girl. Like, you went to you Notre really Dame. You went to, like, Notre Dame, BYU? Yeah, bro. Yeah, literally. I went, I went to a Mormon uh, ah. charter school. Oh, you it was, was bad in there, bro. It was bad. Was it no positive takeaways? Did it make you more disciplined? Nothing, Jay? Bro, no. I, I literally I literally said to myself, bro, that I was doing a bit in that school. Wow. Okay, so what yeah. would you what would you recommend to like kids now that are looking into high schools? Because you were an athlete, right? So yeah. I'm assuming that you uh, chose that school because of you know. Nah, 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 nah. Because that school didn't have uh, athletics. I, oh. I played in the town I was living in. Oh, that's interesting. So what made you yeah. uh, go there? Um, because the the town I was living in, uh, Plainfield, like their school systems, their high school wasn't you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, big. They were they were they were you know classified as bad. Let's put it like that. Right. And it was so it was so crazy because I literally almost went 
to Plainville. Like I was a day away from going to Plainville. Um, but the school, the school I went to, had called my mom and told me that I mean, told her that you know a spot had opened and I could go. Um, so I was literally like a week late going into the school I I went to. Um, but you know the education there, the education at that school was was good. Let's just say that. Jay was lit for that week with no school. <laughs> Word. <laughs> uh, my high school experience was different because I, I shared times with high school. I went uh, to one high school freshman and sophomore year and to another high school junior and senior year. So I think I have um, like a yin and yang kind of thing with high school. Mm-hmm. Like the first high school I went to, it was um, a smaller high school. I went to Manchester Regional. It's like 800 kids in the entire school. We used to smoke Manchester. Yeah. I was actually supposed to transfer to St. Mary's. That might come up later. Damn, Chris. Still, but <laughs> not, he's, he's speaking facts. In every sport, bro. Even when I was in middle yeah. school, we used to, like, when I was in middle school, we used to play Manchester in basketball. We used to smoke them. Yeah. But, so, like, Manchester is a small school, maybe, like, eight, 600 to 800 kids. It's, like, real, like, you can't even cut in that school without, like, somebody noticing you gone type shit. Yeah, it's a little way. That's how St. Mary's was, bro. And then I went to uh, Hackensack for my last two years. Um, and Hackensack is, I think my graduating class was 800 kids. Hackensack? <laughs> yeah. We had the biggest what? graduating class in like the last like. Yeah, graduated 800 students? Yeah. Bro. See, that's fun. There was, that's so much fun. I, I graduated know. with 50. There, yeah, I graduated with 70, bro. We there had was, the biggest St. Mary's. There was people at graduation I saw getting a diploma that I had never seen before. That's fun. That's nice. <laughs> Literally, never seen them before, bro. That probably was acting crazy. I could imagine. Nah, yeah, it was wild. So like, uh, we gonna get we gonna get more into it, but we I feel like we should we should probably progress through the years so we could start picking up each other's. Yeah, let's let's do the years. Cause all right, so freshman year, what type of person were you walking into the door? What was like your expectations versus like what you got? We already know Jay's is gonna be terrible, <laughs> but so freshman year, Chris, who were you? What were you looking experience versus what you got? Yo, freshman year, oh, I was going there to play football. Like, that's what. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got to, I just wanted to play football. That's the only thing I could really, that's what I thought I was going to play football. But, um, I was, um, to be honest, <laughs> I was a little angry little kid. I was a menace. I would say that. Like, I was, I would always get good grades. And one of my, my teacher told me, like, I was wasting my brain. Because, mm-hmm. like, I was always really smart, but I just, like, I was like a kid that would show up and do no work and get, like, a B plus. Like, I didn't do no work. But. I was just like I would kicked out of class, like I got kicked out of Spanish class all the time, like just for, you know, singing Kanye West songs out loud. I was I wouldn't I wasn't bad in the sense of like, you know, I would go smack the teacher. I was just like Miss Parady. Oh yeah. Oh, same name. Miss Pete. Um, yeah, I was just bad in the sense of like, shut up, like <laughs> I wouldn't shut up, like I was just a disruption. So he always kick me out, but um, it was cool because it was the first time like. Going to high school, St. Mary's like the first time I saw like people with money, like people who right. really had money, like you know, you know, I never seen that before. It's like you know, it was interesting just yeah. to go, to, just like to take the train to school, I like, just take the train to Rutherford, and you get off the get off the train at Rutherford, you like this, this is different. Is nice. <laughs> this is fancy. This is a little different, so yeah. it was cool, and it was cool just leaving the town, like getting out of Garfield, like you've been there, like getting out of Garfield, passing been your whole life to find, like, take the train to school. It was, like, a whole new experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's funny. That was the same train I would end up taking later in life to, to go to work. But, um, yeah. Fresh, freshman year, Alicia, who was she? Badass, bitch, bad attitude. I went right in that pe- place, and I was, like, 
one of the few brown girls and I was cute and it was up and stuck. Okay. Yeah, it was up and it stuck. I had, I had uh I was on the cheer team. I had made the cheer team in the summer before I even got into school, so that was like hectic off rip. Like the older girls were like, Yeah, we posted you and da 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 was asking about you. It was crazy my freshman year. It was super fun though. Appreciated it. Jay? Freshman year? Um, throwing in locker? Um, who, who was I? <laughs> um, I, I was I was a kid just coming into a new school, uh ready for the high school experience, but got disappointed early. Uh <laughs> Jay was getting beat with rulers with his teachers. Yeah. All right, all right, so... What was really going on with Jay? Yeah, what was so bad about that freshman year for yeah. you? Bro, bro, that school was just terrible. Like, compared, compared to, like, all my other schools that I went to, because I went to three high schools, compared to the other two that I went to... Was Jay the issue? With three high nah, schools, was Jay the issue? Nah, Jay was not the issue, but it was like... Me, Someone like, said cat. <laughs> That's Mills. Hey, yo. Shut up, Mills. Compared, compared to, like, the other high schools, not even my second. My second high school, it was it was okay. But, like, compared to my third, the amount of freedom that I had, but I still got my work done. Like, you feel me? My, my freshman year, I felt like I was just, like, in a jail, and people just had their neck around me. Like, yeah, you got to do this. And then as a kid... As a 14, 15-year-old kid, you know, that made me want to be more rebellious because you got your, your hand around my neck saying, you got to do this, do that, do that. I think I, I, I think we, we we might need to report them teachers. Somebody nah, really had their nah, but that's, I think like, sometimes that's cool. Like, I remember, like, my freshman year at St. Mary's, like, St. Mary's went put my pants up, told me how to tie a tie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, before that, you know, you're walking... Like they just give you attention if you had your pants sagging. And eventually, like, okay, I'm tired of getting attention. Mm-hmm. Tell me how to tie a tie. You know, I think so. Some stuff was cool. Like, I don't know how, how strict Jay's was, but St. Mary's is a lot more strict than what I was used to because the dean of discipline was our football coach. So that also came with laps. So you wasn't, there was a lot of stuff you were just like, I'm not doing just because yeah, like you didn't want the consequences. Yeah. My, <laughs> all right, so freshman year, Asante was bad. Bad. <laughs> um, yeah. I was. I mean, I was fresh off of that. I was like a year or two removed from that. It's not like you just got out of jail. I was fresh out of. Nah, for, I mean, because I got locked up like a freaking two years before that. For, like, I mean, obviously, I, I wasn't in there for more than like four hours, but I got in trouble. But yeah, I so fre- I feel like freshman year was a perfect incubation for me to do bad because I went to a high school that three I had three older brothers that went there prior, mm-hmm. right? So. Essentially, I went to this high school for freaking felt like ten years because after school I would always get in trouble, right? So either I had to take the bus to my grandmother's house, or because I wasn't allowed to be home by myself because I was the youngest, so like sixth grade, right? I had to either take the bus to Patterson and go to my grandmother's house, or I had to go to my brother's high school because all three of my brothers were there. Mm-hmm. So I used to go up to the high school like right after school. I'd be there, my brother, Amani, he'd have his freshman practice, I'd sit through his freshman practice. My other brother would be in JV practice, I'd sit through his JV practice, and my other brother, I'd be, I'd be at that school from literally right after school, like 3 o'clock, 3.30, till when varsity finishes practice, which is like 6.30, 7 o'clock. Jeez. So I used to just do my homework in the stands, shoot in a little side court, just play around, like go in the hallways and shit. So I was, I was literally going to that school 
six. Well, we gotta do sixth grade twice because we gotta know how, how I got left back. So sixth grade, sixth grade, six, <laughs> sixth grade sophomore year, <laughs> seventh grade, eighth grade year. So that was four years I was familiar with that school. So by the time I got to freshman year, all the seniors that was there, I knew them since their freshman year. So they all knew me coming into the door. So they like, I got accepted in school, open arms. I had people that loved me in the school because I had three older brothers that went there. So I had mad stain going into freshman year. So freshman year, I pulled up, and I quickly realized how to navigate that school, and I was literally getting away with everything. Badass bitch, bad attitude. Yeah, type yep. shit. Baddies look up. But, yo, literally, I would, I would go to class. I'd be in class chilling. Like, I had a, I had a teacher. She used to, like, ah, oh, damn, I won't say her name. But she, she used to come up to me, and she'd be like, she'd be like how you feeling today? Are we doing work today, or are we just hanging out? And I'm like, uh, I'll do a little work today. She's like, all right, just like do whatever, and then, like you just throw in your headphones out. Like it was like to that point because that's I had, not that's not good though, bro. No, that's what I'm saying. It was an incubation for me to do bad. Like, yeah, that's not good. Bro. I, like, it it wasn't good because I, I feel like teachers like that need to lose their job. Okay. Yeah, facts. But like it, like I said, it was uh, it was it was different. It was me discovering myself, but also me having an identity of already being a dyer. Right. Um. Like, there was this one class, like, my teacher, one of my uh, my coaches said he wanted everybody sitting in the front of class. So, we took, like, a financial literacy class that all the freshmen have to take, mm-hmm. right? And when I got there, she's going on a list. She's like, she gets the dyer. To the D, she's like, she's like, Asante dyer. And I raised my hand. I said, present. So, she said, she said, dyer, dyer, dyer. She said, are you related to Alma? I was like, yeah, it's my older brother. She said, oh, yeah, you're going to be a problem. Erase my name. <laughs> Put me in like the in like the seating chart. Like she was like, you moved to the back of the room. I'm like, you don't even know me. Oh yeah. my goodness. I'm like, you don't even know me. She was like, she was like, yeah, but she was like, she's like, your brother was an issue. She's like, I'm pretty sure all you guys are the same. All that other stuff. I'm like, yo, and I she really, like that, I got into an argument with this lady in the middle. So I was like, I was like, ma'am, I was like, with all due respect, like, you don't know me. She was like, I understand that, but can you move to the back of the class? So I feel like this was her testing me. She's like, she's like, no. She, I was like, I was like, no. I was like, I didn't do anything for me to be moved to the back of the class. She was like, see, you're already being an issue. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? You just yeah, created the you're issue. You're being the issue. Like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah. she's like, see, you're already being an issue. So, yeah, freshman year, I was getting away with a lot of stuff. I was doing a lot of... What was um, Almar doing? Almar was terrible in school. Almar was terrible at Manchester, yo. Is that the oldest? That, that, that's the second oldest. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, he's the one with the kids. Like, okay. He freaking used to be in school. He did... He, Oh, like he always had his headphones on. He was oh, like he he did nothing, but he did everything. Like he was like you, like he knew the work, but he didn't want to do. He wasn't smart enough to go to class and be like, I right, like I'm gonna just do it to show that I know it. He would do the work and not turn it in, to be rebellious. Yeah, that's just do the most. Like my mom, he got in trouble once with a book bag full of work that was done that he didn't turn in, cause like he was just like I don't believe in the construct of school. <laughs> My mom was like, if you do the work, literally turn it into the smallest part. Mm-hmm. Like, I can understand if you didn't do it. And you're like, oh, I don't believe in the contract. Like, he didn't do his work. He did his work and then didn't turn it in as, like, a protest. But, yeah, that was, that was freshman year of me. Fre- freshman year of me, I had a lot of staying. I was cool with the seniors. I had, like, a senior girlfriend and shit. Freshman oh, year. excuse me. That sounds a little sound worrisome. <laughs> yeah, I was out here, man. I was out here early. So, um, sophomore year. All right, so. Sean said, I, yeah, I, SM was not strict. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. strict like that. I mean, we like, know what was happening in a lot of I meant rooms. strict like, you know, wear your yeah. tie. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Get your bachatas on. 
Get yeah. your get your bitch off the zone. Can't have your skirt too short, but we all fucking. Yeah, they used to roll those shorts. So so by by the end of the year, what were some experiences that you had already? By the end of freshman year? Yeah. Oh. I mean, some things you can't say Ooh. on camera. No, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say this one thing. One thing that I realized by the end of my senior year, I mean by the end of my freshman year, was that people really are racist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't even like we're not even gonna sugarcoat don't nah, sugarcoat nah. it nah cause it's not it wasn't like the teachers or like the school itself it was because it was predominantly white and you feel that like you feel like the okay for me well not even at this point at this point I don't think there was I think there was like three black kids in my class by the time my senior year then there was five or six of us but our first freshman class, like, they were not, they were, dumb parents were not jacking us. Like, they were looking at you like, you're from where? Huh? Like, what do your parents do? Like, huh? So, yeah, that's where I first experienced that people are racist. Yeah, bro, I could, I could, I could agree with some of that, like, because me, even me, like, I'm not a bad kid. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I do what I want. Not. But, like, you would still be called, like, oh, you're a menace. Or, like, you're this or you're yeah. that. Like, bro. like, there's some things, like, you really realize it, too, because like, there are certain things that some kids would get away with that you could not get away with. At all. It's because, like, yo, some of the, yo, I swear. This is why I realized, you know, certain ki- suburban kids are crazy. Like, what? I've seen suburban kids do some, some things where it's like, yo, what's wrong with you? Like, follow teachers home, get the teacher's parents' address. I've never yes. seen nothing like that in my life, bro. Neff cursing in the middle of class, but you say one thing, you get kicked out. I'm like, this kid's cursing, cursing, cursing you out. And I'm in trouble. Yo, I used to like, okay, so we like, we used to, okay, the way our school was set up, like, once school is out, if you're waiting for your ride, everybody's in the front, chilling. Yeah. Like, everybody and their grandmothers out in the front. The older kids, they're coming, spinning the block, trying to pick up the younger kids. It's crazy out there. This one time, I heard this football player on the phone with his mom, and he was like, you stupid bitch, I told you to come pick me up at this time. And at no that way. point, I was like, yo, and if I told you who it was, you would be like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, my God. But he was like, you stupid bitch, I told you to come pick me up. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> y'all are wild. Yeah, St. Mary's the first time in my life I heard someone call their parent by their first name. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's nuts. Yes. That's not. No, they were walling. They were tweaking. I I think by the end of freshman year, I realized one that in life people will just allow you to slip through the class. Not allow you, but no one's gonna force you to to be a, to be successful or to be a failure. I think it depends, bro. Like I had a one teacher who I love. I have one teacher. I really really love her to death. I still talk to her now. Like she's great. I love her to death. She, like, did her best to, like, force me to, to be successful. Like, she did her best. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She would tell me stuff like, yo, Christian, you're wasting your brain. Yo, Christian, do more work. Like, what are you doing? Like, she kicked me out of honors classes. Then, like, I got a eight, uh, 99 in her regular class. She put me right back in it. Like, she really tried, like, to make yeah. sure. Not all teachers, though. I would say she was probably the one out of, mm-hmm. but I really, really respect her, like, a lot. I had, And my conversation with the teacher was the reason why I, um, I noticed that because I, I had a, like, they, we did, like, this, uh, I think it was science, a science class I took, mm-hmm. and we did, like, this end of the year, like, meeting with the teacher where you, like, you, you close out and, like, you reflect on your year and stuff, and I was having a conversation mm-hmm. with my teacher, and she was telling me, she's like, listen, like, 
Like, I know, like, you've experienced a lot. Like, there's a lot of things that you, mm-hmm. you know, that you've had to deal with to this point, like, so early. And she was just saying that, like, you know, you can use that as every excuse not to be a success or you can use it as an excuse to be a success. Yeah. You know? And, like, the stuff that, like, the habits I had, stuff I was doing, like, I was pretty yeah. much just getting away with stuff. And she made me see that, like, you know, you can sweep things in the rug and keep, yeah. you know, thinking, like, you're getting away with stuff. And, you know, by the time you get to your senior year, you're either going to be somebody that just passed, and then now you have to go out and live a, a mundane, like, regular life. Or, you know, you can be an exceptional person. So, yeah. I think that's when I started, you know, flipping the switch from, you know, going from, like, being, like, immature to, and, like, bullshitting mm-hmm. to, like... You know, going in because I remember at the end of the year, that's when I had the conversation with my parents, mm-hmm. and she hit up your dad, and like they're like, you know, if you're if you take this year serious, like after this year, you can go to St. Mary's and stuff like that. So that's when things like really started changing for me. Nah, like, yeah, I think like there should be like a, I think that's important, like a separation between like really good teachers and like really really bad teachers. What? Sean is like, I said I was racist before I even got in the door. <laughs> <laughs> Dead eyes, yo. I know. If he ever feels comfortable sharing stories, he got stories of his own to share. But Yeah, that shit is um, nuts. Uh, but I think it's like, there should be a separation. Like, there's really good teachers in this world, and there's like, yes. really bad teachers in this world. Like, mm-hmm. this, some teachers just don't care. Like, like I've heard teachers say stuff like, I'm not just in high, in high school, but just in general, my all years of with t- teachers, they say stuff like, I don't care, I'm already getting paid. Right. Mm-hmm. What's like that? Tenure type what does that mean? Right. <laughs> How can you be a teacher saying, oh, it doesn't matter, I'm getting paycheck? Our future is literally in your hands. Yeah. Like, like anything you say right now, we're going to quickly, like, retain it. Mm-hmm. Like, anything that holds any weight to us, mm-hmm. like, that's going to be with us forever. Yeah. So how could you just let yeah. us do whatever? Like, yeah. yeah, I know, like, I know kids could be difficult. Like, right. I know I deal with nephews and, and you know, cousins. Kids are difficult. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's your job to know how to deal with difficult kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, if my nephew's difficult, I can't just be like, whatever. I'm already an adult. I'm already being, doing my, what I got to be. If my nephew don't want to be successful, that's on him. Like, that's so nice. Right. It's my job yeah. as an yeah. uncle to make sure my nephew's doing the best that he could do. Like, as a teacher, it's your job to make sure your students are doing as best as you can, even if they're difficult. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Just because they're difficult, I mean, you throw them to the wayside. I feel like good teachers do their best, but like I feel like a lot of teachers just say whatever. Yeah, a lot of them. I actually had so my soph- my sophomore year. I know we kind of going off the freshman, but my sophomore year, I had got suspended because you did. Yeah. What'd you do? Because I told a teacher that <laughs> I told her I'm not speaking to you. I'm gonna speak to a higher authority than you. Yeah, suspended for that. Yes. That's it? Yes. Nothing else? No. I was, okay. Let me not. Because I was kind of like so you a gotta little... Leave, you leave something was, out. Yeah, I was a little... I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit of a menace in the class. Like, my, one of my close friends was in the class with me. So, like, we would talk and, like, it would be, like, real chatty. But the teacher was, like, one of those real, like... Like, oh, my God, you guys aren't listening to me. I'm done doing Hold this. Up. Was it an English teacher? Yes. Yeah, so she's like, oh my god, like, I'm not doing this, you guys are doing my letter. I already know you're talking about Yeah, so she used to go the fuck off, so then, like, one day, I really wasn't doing anything this day, like, I was really sitting there, like, and I had asked her a question, like, I was absent yesterday, can, this stuck with, this sticks with me forever, because I've never gotten in, tr- in trouble in school like mm-hmm. that, I, I had asked her one day, like, yo, um, I wasn't here yesterday, can I have a worksheet or something like that? And she's like, oh my gosh, you guys are always asking for stuff. 
And I was like, huh? And she's like, oh my gosh, you guys are always asking for stuff. I know who you're talking about. And I was like, um, I just asked you for the missed work for yesterday, but if you don't want to give it to me, that's fine. Then just say that. She's like, I am going to give it to you. I am going to give it to you. I was like, you know what? I'm going to speak to a higher authority than you. And she was like, get out. And I was like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> and she was like, get out. And I was like, no. Like, what the fuck are you kicking me out for? Like, I didn't even do anything. Like, so, anyways, eventually, like, I left, and she was like, oh, she was being disrespectful and all this stuff, and I had got suspended for two days. Wow. Because she didn't want to give me my work, and granted, I was, like, a menace in the class. Like, I was, like, laughing with my girlfriend. Like, we Everybody were was a- Yeah. The teacher was like, come on. Like, she wasn't serious, so we weren't serious. Mm-hmm. Like, you, and that's another thing, like, if... We're going to take it as as serious as you're going to take it. Like, mm-hmm. I had a teacher, and I I feel like we're talking about the same teacher that, like, motivated us. Mm-hmm. Because she was really, like, the rock of the school. Miss Baca. Yeah. She was, ever, like, the yo. rock of the school. Like, every single person went to her for everything. I needed a Band-Aid. I didn't go to the nurse. I went to her. Like, I was having a bad day. I didn't go to my guidance counselor. I went to her. She's the greatest. No, she was so, like yo, you're not reaching your full potential. So, like, when shit like this happened, she was like, just shake it off. Like, that's nothing. Like, people are not even going to talk about that because you're not a disrespectful kid. Yeah. She's my favorite teacher ever, bro. She was tough. All right, so sophomore year, same same deal. Who were you sophomore year going to the door? What did you, what did you, what did you feel like was going to come from sophomore year? I don't I don't know, yeah. I don't know. I don't can't even like really think that far back, but mm-hmm. I know like I just started. That's my first year starting football, corner. That was like the first year I played uh, varsity, and um, I was just doing my. I don't know. I was just going through life, bro. Like uh, I don't know. I can't really really like high school. Is like it was cool, you know. I mean, I remember like I could talk about like the stories, like with things like that. But to say like, you know, this was the person I was. This, I know what I was going through back at home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know I used to come to school mad sometimes. Like, I would just come to school mad. Like, mm-hmm. But I would be happy at this. Like, not, I would be like, I feel like sometimes, like, your things you go through your home but over to school. But, like, I think I started meeting Greg. I really like some of the people at St. Mary's. Like, the people I met at St. Mary's, I'm still cool with today. Like, Absolutely. Justin, Tristan, Sean, you know, Duba, Rob, you know, all of them playing. Like, we're all still friends today. So, like, Willie, I like all those kids. You know what I mean? I met some really, really good people. And I feel like, but I think all that stemmed from, like, sports. I don't know. I feel like my high school experience was very based on the sports I played. Like, football. Was, all of it stems off of that. Like, if I didn't play football, you, I wouldn't have high school in my head. Like, football made my high school. Like, and, and I think all my experiences stem around that. But I would say, my sophomore year, now I'm thinking about it. Sophomore, like, what I do like about St. Mary's, and uh, I, I gave it to, like, Coach Johnson, Coach Marshall, even Coach Sheridan. They kind of showed me what, at that point in my life, what excellence was. You know what I mean? Because people, you can say what you want about them, but like they were the first ones. Like yo, in the off season, you should still be working out every single day. You know, after practice, some days we're still gonna get a workout in. Hey, doing gym, still get a workout in. Hey, good good grades, even if you're not enjoying good good grades, because if you don't good grades, you can't go to college and play football. Like, so like they were the first ones to show me what excellence looked like, and it was not like, it wasn't a sometimes thing. Like even in the off season, it was a all the time thing. Like if you want to be good at anything, you have to be doing it all the time. And like even I don't play football now. But I still carry that with me. Like, the lessons I learned while I was at St. Mary's, like, bro, even when I, like, kind of clocked out of football in college, I still was like, okay, I'm still going to be great 
all the time. Just because I don't play football doesn't mean my greatness stops. You know what I mean? Like I, I credit that to like Coach Sheridan and the way he like his philosophy on life. You know what I mean? Him and Coach Johnson, like the way they were, like bro, if you want to be great, it takes a certain amount of work ethic, and if you don't want to do it, then don't expect anything out of life. Yeah, that's important. That's tough. Sophomore year, Lane. Uh, sophomore year of high school, um, I think sophomore year I started finding my identity, mm-hmm. like like who I was, what I liked, what I didn't like. Um, I started like really like dating and focusing on like like not focusing on stuff like that, but like really trying to figure out what I like. I had a girlfriend in high school, so that was like something that was like new for me. Um, not new for me. I always liked girls. I always knew I liked girls, but like to actually date one. Express it. Yeah. And be like openly like, oh, I'm dating a girl. It was kind of like, everybody was like, oh. But um, other than that, I had a great time in high school. I have no complaints about high school except for the fact that some of these people were racist and like their parents were kind of mean to me. Um, so I think... My takeaway from my sophomore year is definitely like finding yourself aside from other people. Like don't let them alter, like don't let, don't tell everybody everything because then they tell you like you're wrong for feeling like this or you're wrong for like wanting to do something. Yeah. Jay, you were, you were out of prison and onto a new school. (laughs) Wait, wait, Jay only went to that school for one year? Yeah. Yeah, I only went to that school for one year, bro. It was terrible. But, uh... (laughs) But sophomore year, or my sophomore year, it was, uh, this was like, change, like, this was like, not life changing, but you could say it was life changing because I had, uh, I had transferred schools and, uh, what school you transferred to? Bamberg. Bamberg High School. That's in Jersey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's in, right by, uh, you know where Bridgewater is at? It's right there. No. Um, <laughs> Chris, Chris, after Irvington, he don't care. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I went there. It's, I it's in South Jersey, bro. South Jersey. Yes, yeah, in South oh, Jersey. Oh my god. What's South Jersey? Bro. No, we're not South Jersey. We're middle New Jersey. What's oh there's no god, South Jersey? Bro. What you call it, pork anyway, roll? You call it pork roll, bro? Huh? You call it pork roll? No, bro. What no. do you, What do you call it? Nah, call it a Taylor ham. Ah, okay, okay, ham. okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so I went to the school because uh, they, uh, Chris, Governor Chris Christie had put put in like this little thing for like choice. They had a thing called choice schools, and uh, you could go to a school that was like in the program, mm-hmm. fifteen miles, fifteen miles radius away from you know your house or whatever. So you bang and with so, Chris Christie? Huh? So you bang with Chris Christie? Nah, fuck that nigga. That's your boy. <laughs> uh, nah, but, uh, yeah, so we had, uh, so I went to the school, the coach had seen me, uh, work out, uh, and, you know, he told, he told me that, you know, there's a spot for me, and the spot happened to be starting varsity quarterback, um, okay. First year, my, my, my sophomore year was, it was all right. Um, the school that I went to, it was uh, predominantly, you know, uh, white uh, and Spanish. 
Um, so like with that, you know, it was it was like a new trying to be, you know, trying to not trying to fit in, but trying to, you know, fit in. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Try, you know, it, it was like a group of us from Plainfield coming in there. Um, you know, you know, we we got a, like a little hate. Oh, you're coming in here stealing our spots or whatever. No, he wasn't. Y'all just wasn't that good. <laughs> so uh, we we just gonna keep it G. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So um, my sophomore year, it was it was okay. Right. What was it? What was I the experience? You. What was like the people? What, what was your experience though? Like besides like outside of football, with with the people? Was it? Was it? You said you wasn't free in the first one. Were you? Were you more free? You had some freedom. You enjoyed yeah, life. I was, yeah, it was. It was. It was more of the high school experience, but it was a small school. Like how many so kids? It was, so it was. It was more like you know you guys, but it was a public school, but it was small, so everybody knew everybody. Hmm. Um, and. Uh, you know, just ha- having that 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 little oh, you're coming here just to play sports, and you're coming here to you know steal our spots or whatever. Like you know, that was probably like the only like tough thing that's, that I had to face. That's a sign. I don't that like that actually. And, Huh? That's, that's a sign. I really don't like that. Like sometimes, I feel like sometimes teachers do that. Like, yeah. If you're good at a sport, they're like, oh, but even like sometimes the students do that too. Like students who don't yeah. play sports, they're like, oh. You just here to play sports, like no, bro. I got a three point six grade average. I'm not just here. I'm not just here to play sports, but I don't like that sometimes. Yeah. Like that whole so like the narrative. So like yeah, just going there, like it was, you know, it was a different experience uh, dealing with. And and I had a teacher that that hated on me. Um, he said I didn't deserve uh, my all conference and all area selections from football. Wow. Mind you, this is like a fifty-year-old man telling a sixteen-year-old kid that he don't deserve. Bro, it. I don't get that about teachers either, yeah. bro. I had, I had a coach like that. My, my sophomore year. What if, like what goes through like what is a, what goes through a grown adult's head to really try to put a, a 13, 14 year old down? Like what goes through your head? Bro, it was so crazy, bro. With that teacher, bro. My geometry teacher. Terrible. Their own insecurities, um, they're projecting on you. Yeah. You, I, but my adults. thing is, like, how do you make it to 50? Like, you make it to 50 and, no, and you never realize how you're supposed to live life. Like, you're 50, bro. Like, you haven't figured out a couple things in life yet. Like, like you're 50 years old and, like, you haven't figured out that you have insecurities. You got kids and everything. Like, he probably talks to his kids like that. I wonder how his kids is doing, mm-hmm. you know? I know. And, my, and, 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 and to, sum it, to sum it up with that teacher... He got in trouble for sexually harassing three girls in my school mm. during that time. That's none of my business. That's none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. yeah. If talking Listen, too much. Yeah. If he talking too much, <laughs> y'all know how that goes. My, my sophomore experience was uh, the second year at that school. I came back to school initially because freshman year I got hurt. Uh, during football season, I only played like two games. I have, I have four touchdowns in two games. Got hurt, missed the rest of the season. I was supposed to go up to varsity, didn't do that. And then um, I was pretty much, you know, in position to be like the guy coming up next year. Uh, football, basketball season, freshman year, we only lost one game. We went nineteen and one, mm-hmm. best freshman count, uh, best freshman record in Passaic County ever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, and then spring I did track and then a bunch of other stuff. And then, like, coming into sophomore year, like, I was really, really excited to do good in football because I had a conversation with your dad, had a conversation with my mom, and the plan was after, after sophomore year, you know, get my grades up, make sure I'm doing, like, my thing in football, and I was going to transfer to St. Mary's. So, you know, I was pretty much doing everything that I needed to be doing. Uh, I wasn't super excelling in school. Like, I was getting, like, B's and C's, you know, but I wasn't getting D's and F's, like, before. Um, I was pretty much in a better uh, mental state. But an issue I ran into, like, Jalen, was I had a coach that, um, for some reason, he had an issue with me. And he, I had a conversation, and this was, like, freshman year, like, I kind of realized, like, you know, how the world works. And then sophomore year, I'm, like, realizing the type of people that are in the world. Yeah. So, um, like, I had a, had a conversation with me. He called me to his office. Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, you got hurt freshman year. He's like, you know, you're supposed to be a big star for us last year. Like, you know, we're going to be expecting a lot out of you this year. And I'm like, yeah, like, I've, you know, worked hard over summer. Like, I've done a lot of things to, like, you know, put myself in a position to where I'm going to succeed. So he's like, all right. Like, he's like, I believe in you. And I'm like, all right, I appreciate that. And then, like... For, like, for some reason, like, he'd always give me, like, these, like, fake, like, motivated speeches. Like, you, you could tell they're coming from a place of, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, so, he was a running back at the school. I'm going to say his name, too. Boromala, if you ever hear this, eat a dick. Um, he freaking... Dead ass. He, 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 was, he, was, he was in a... Um, he, he went to my high school. He was a, he was a, he was a freshman starting varsity and he was a running back and all this other stuff and he he was the man at the school he held the school record and he's basically seen a t- the type of caliber caliber player i was mm-hmm. and he felt intimidated i remember he called me over and he's like oh he's like he's like he's like don't think you're gonna be like your brothers and like you're just gonna come to the school and and, and you think you're gonna run everything i'm like first off mm-hmm. none of my brothers play football so you don't know any of my brothers second of all my last name holds weight for a reason and third off, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, so like he just had, and he was a teacher as well. So he had, he just, I consistently had issues with him. I got into like a physical altercation with him in a locker room. Yeah. You tried to put hands on him? I didn't try to put hands on him. I did put hands on him. I know that's right. Um, <laughs> nah, cause it was it was one day it was like in a situation where like we was like we were like playing around whatever and like. I was I was talking like in like front of a group of people and like they're laughing. And he walked over. He's like, "Oh, Dyer, He's like, "You think you're so cool?" And I'm like, "Bro, what's your issue?" Like literally, I, I'm, I'm cool. I'm like, "Bro, I'm like, what's your problem?" And like he like tried to like fake wrestle me, mm-hmm. and like we really started wrestling. And like I slammed him on like his desk. <laughs> I slammed because he, he kind of got some size to him, so like I slammed him on the desk. But like as the desk was like falling over, like he threw me in like a headlock, mm-hmm. and like uh, people like broke it up or whatever. And like he was like laughing and shit, but like I was dead ass. Like, I was so dead ass here. Like, he thought we was just like having like a little, and I was like, no, nigga, like I really want to fight you. But um, yeah, like that's when I started realizing, you know, type people's that type of people that's in the world. Like uh, he started me for most of the season, and then when we were playing against St. Mary's, he called me to the office the game before. He was like, uh, he's like, oh, I heard you have a, a cousin that goes to St. Mary's. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, and people are saying that you, you know you playing on transfer over here. I'm like, I never said that. Even though I was, but I was like, I, I, was, I never told anybody that. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, no, nah, I was like, I'm, I don't plan on going over here, uh, any anything. He's like, oh, he's like, yeah, no issue. So that game, he didn't play me the whole game. So the same Mary's coach couldn't see how I played. Wow. Purposely, and I was still, you know, you know, yeah. in position after that to still go to the school, but I ended up, you know, choosing Hackensack. But 
I think sophomore year taught me a lot. I, I probably experienced, like, my first real heartbreak sophomore year. Um, and I was dating a girl and, you know, regular regular high school shit, you know. Um, but, yeah, I, st- I started, I don't know. I mean, it's, it, it, it makes you the person that you are. So, you know. But, yeah, I experienced that for the first time sophomore year. And, uh, huh? Yeah, that's what, uh, what's her name? Take Care came out my sophomore year. You already know the vibes. I, that's when I started, you know, discovering like myself, like in my style and stuff like yeah. that. I started getting into sneakers. Sophomore years when we started thrifting. Well, my sophomore year, junior year, mm-hmm. when we started like started thrifting heavy. So that year was a. I feel like it was a big year of, um, you know, like realization and like acknowledgement of myself, like of, like just acknowledging like who I was as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I, I agree with that though. Like you were saying, you started seeing what type of people in the world. I feel like high school was like, high school was the first time in my life you really start to see like human nature. Like mm-hmm. I read about human nature now, like how people are, and I, when I think back on it, I'm like that's, this is the first, high school when you first really see like, for instance, like someone you really think is your friend really stab you in the back. Like, mm-hmm. And it's like, the book yeah. talks about like, you have to be able to see that person's gonna stab you in the back before they actually stab you in the back. Like how you feel like, you said your coaches gave you fake motivational speeches and you could feel it. Yeah. So it's like, you got to be aware of those things and, and be aware that that person's probably going to stab you in the back. And I see, like, in high school, I think was the first time you really see that. Like, people you really think is your doll will really stab you in the back. You're in yourself. You've done some things in high school. You're like, wow, I can't believe I did that. Like, a little wild. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think high school, you really see that in people because, like, one, people aren't mature enough. And then my teacher, my, my Spanish teacher, gave me a good example, gave me a good, like, thing way to think about it. She was like, because in high school, you don't have no past experiences to really compare things to. So every time something happens, you think it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Like when that first person breaks your heart, you think, oh, my world's over. You know, the first time something traumatic happens, you think the world's over because you have such, you only have 14 years of life and you don't remember half of it. So you only have like, what, seven years of life to really be like, oh, no, everything's going to be okay. You can't think like that. You only have seven years of experience. Like, oh, that person's a fake friend. Right. You know what I mean? But high school's really, really, those, in those four years, you're really like, and you learn what you like and what you yeah. don't and how you want to be treated and how mm-hmm. you don't want to be treated. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, junior year. My junior year was big for me. My junior was fun. My junior year was big. Yeah, my junior year was huge for me. So we went undefeated that year. What was your junior year like? It was fun, bro. We went undefeated in football last year. It was real fun. But that was, say, that, that was like that year. Like I gained 40 pounds. Like That was the year where it's like excellence. So I was showing what, what being great was like. Because I got, we got him. Embarrassed my sophomore year in football. Like, I remember you came back dumb. Embarrassed, bro. I cried. <laughs> After that, I cried so much, bro. Like, just because we got embarrassed, like 56 0, embarrassed, bro. We got embarrassed junior year, too. Mm-hmm. But the difference was, like, I think that was something clicked in my head. Like, I think that's when I mentally clicked. Yeah, I, I, remember, like, I remember we I had wrote that, conversation I wrote about that letter on my wall right there. In 2012, it says that? I can't see all my content. 2012. 2012. September 7, 2012. So that, what is that? That's going into junior year? Yeah. That was a letter to yourself. Yeah, relate to myself. Like I don't know what. Like that was when so I mentally, like I mentally clicked in my life. Like yeah. I'm gonna be great. Remember you st- saying about that wide receiver? And you're like, yeah, yeah I'm coming back. That's never gonna happen again. Never gonna happen again. I remember I got embarrassed. I was like, this is never gonna happen again in my life. Like, and I was like that that day forward. Like even now, things I do, like I credit, like my life where I'm going in my life now to like that that year. Cause like, bro, I really clicked. Like I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna be great. Like whatever I do in life is gonna. I'm gonna turn out all right. Cause like, I don't know. I feel like whatever you wanna do in life, you gotta. It has to be an all-the-time thing. You got to, like, go all in on it. You got to be dedicated all the time. And I love Coach Johnson. Everyone at Fast and Lindhurst, oh, my God. Those two guys, Coach Johnson and Coach Marshall, 
I would send my kid there. I want to send my cousin to them, bro. They turn boys into men, bro. Like the way they, the way their knowledge and it. like Coach Johnson was the first person who used to tell me like, yo, Christian, before games, you got to sit and visualize what you want to happen and visualize where you want to be. At the time, I'm like, what does this guy talk about? You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm sick. You're like 16, like whatever, Coach. But like now, I'm like, wow. I tell him now, Coach. Thank you so much. I thank them all the time. Like I put them two in a group chat, and like every couple months, I'll send them a thank you. Like yo, I thank you guys so much. Like because they really changed my life for the better. Like. I was, before them, they really, like, made me a happier person. They showed me love. They used to pick me up from Garfield and take me to work out. They'd pick me up from the train station at 8 o'clock in the morning to go work out. Like, they made me, like, a happy person. They showed me what love looked like, and I really appreciate them, man. Like, those two guys, like, Coach Johnson and Coach Marshall, they're, they're the best people. I probably, they're some of the best people I've ever met in my life, like, to this day. Like, I've not met greater people than them. You know what I mean? So, that was, like, the first year I got really close to them. And that's, so, that was the first year they opened their gym. I was like one of the first person that trained their gym before it was like even set up, you know what I mean? So I really appreciate them. Like I can't say that enough. And I think that year, I kind of just saw what type of person I was. Like, you know, I was smart. I was going to get good grades. Like that's when you start talking to colleges, what school you're going to go to. I knew right there I wanted to go out of state. You know, <laughs> I wanted to leave state. That was the first time I decided I'm leaving Jersey. And um, we take the SAT. You know, that was it was cool, bro. That year was fun. That's when you like really start going out, doing mm-hmm. things, having fun. I remember when I, when I, by the time I got to college, bro, they were like, what is wrong with this kid, bro? Like, all my boys, they're like, yo, I've never met. So I was wild. And I was like, yo, we were doing stuff like this in, in my boy's shed since yeah, we were, like, 16 like, years old. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, so they were just like, what is going on? It's like, because that was all from, like, what I learned. And that was where I started really, like, because my dad used to be really strict. But, like, when I got became a junior, I was like, because he was always working, too. I'm like, what am I in this house for? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just started doing what I wanted. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. the first year, it's like, yo, I'm free to do whatever that's I want. When you, that's when you got the Santa Fig, too, right? No, 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 no. I didn't get that until my, when I got my first job. Yeah. My first job job. Okay. You know what I mean? My first job. And that was like, my junior year, I was, it was, that was like freedom. I've been, like, my dad's left me alone since that year. Like, because he realized if I just leave Christian alone, he's going to be all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? He didn't have to micromanage me. He's like, Christian, I'm going to do good things. So, like. Junior year was freedom, bro, and it was fun, man. It was fun. Just in life, not even just St. Mary's. Like, everything we did in Garfield, everything we were running around acting foolish in different towns, going to Passaic, acting foolish. It was just fun, bro. Right. Having a good time. Junior year late. Uh, junior year. Still a baddie? Um, of course. I never stopped being a baddie. I was always a baddie. Um, junior year was so much fine until it wasn't that was the year my sister passed away mm-hmm. so it was like yeah. a little hectic obviously um but for the most part it was super fun um i always say this it's funny that you say that um your two coaches were like they added to your greatness because i feel like my five friends that i had um in high school like they added to my greatness mm-hmm. like they never let me fall Mm-hmm. Like, I had the roughest time that, like, after that situation happened, before I was chilling, like, mm-hmm. we were having fun, it was our first prom, we were like, oh my god, everybody's buying their dresses, it was real cool, um, I think when that happened, uh, they kept me up, like, they didn't let me fall, they were like, they didn't let nobody really talk about it, they like, really protected me, and I appreciate them, because if I were to fall at that point, it was no coming back up. Yeah. <clears throat> Jay, junior year, our, our junior years are similar similar experiences. Um, my junior year was very, 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 
I know I said sophomore year was life changing, but junior year was definitely life changing. Uh, football wise, uh, I had the best year ever. Um, I was top ten in every statistical category in the state of New Jersey. You was at Hackensack? Um, mm-hmm. Nah, at Boundbrook. Oh, oh yeah, he did. You ain't played Hackensack your senior year. Yeah, he he came he came at yeah. the end of his junior year. You ain't have to sit out. I came at the end of my junior year. Yeah, facts. You ain't sit out a year, bro. No, I Because he moved. Oh, yeah, I just finesse. I just said, you know, they be changing the address. No. Come on, we're not stupid. Uh, yeah, the bona fide address. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, like, with that, uh, that's when I first got, like, college attention, like, major college attention. Um, letters, coaches coming to visit. Well, at the time, I was playing with a, uh, a three-star right tackle. Um, so, we, you know, he, he was bringing, you know, a lot of attention too. Um, but, you know, with me having the season that I had, um, it was definitely, you know, very, it was a sight to see. So why you leave? Uh, why? Yeah. Uh, well, the co- okay. So, uh, uh, see, I was going to get into that. Um, so like. Same reason why you the same season. During that season, they were blaming a lot of stuff on me. And I was I was always like the 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 they whenever things go wrong they would look and turn to me. And mind you, I'm 16, 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I am they took the ball out of my hands. With, with seven, it was, I think, yeah, like game seven, I was I was top three in every statistical category in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, top literally in every statistical category, I was top three. You would either see my name at one, two, or three, mm-hmm. literally. Um, and they took the ball out of my hands because they felt like I was getting ahead of myself. But mind you, we were five and two, and... Uh, we were winning. You know, we were winning. And, you know, I'm getting a lot of college attention. And, you know, the coaches, I felt like, you know, they were they were scared of what might have happened, yeah. if that makes sense. No. You know what I'm saying? No, uh, that makes they sense. Were, they were scared because I was getting a lot of, a, a lot of uh, attention. They didn't want a they don't they didn't want a player that was bigger than the program. Yeah, that's the thing. Basically, see that's what I'm saying. Like human nature, bro. I feel like that's the first time in your life you experience like because logically it don't make no sense. It doesn't. But if you understand human beings and like envy and jealousy and all those things that could play into that, you're like like your coach, for instance. Like logically, it doesn't make sense. Why would a grown man be scared of the fact that a, a younger player might take over his legacy, and like because of that, he would intentionally make his team lose games. Before high school, you might experience that and not notice it, but in high school, you're like, this is clear as day that this person is doing this. You know what I mean? And even for Jay, like, how do you react to that in, like, your situation? Like, were you aware of it? Like, while you were going through it, like, yo, this person is, like, they're, they're jealous of me. Like, they're envious of what I'm doing. It's like, a sickness. His, uh, his thing is on. Yeah, his connection. So, yeah, but for you, so. Uh, Jay, Jay, your connection is messing up uh, on a Zoom call, so. Yeah, we we're, we're, we're gonna come back to you, but um yeah my my junior year um 
Well, Jaden Jaden get to finish his story, but his, after his his Brownburg season, he transferred to Hackensack. Mm-hmm. My junior year, the next year, <clears throat> after the whole Manchester thing, um, like I said, I had had uh, issues with the coaches over there, mm-hmm. um, and basically now I was at the point where I was doing better in school. I was doing good in football. And I had got invited to after actually after we played uh, I believe it was Queen of Peace mm-hmm. after we played Queen of Queen Queen of Peace I had a really good game and I got invited uh, Rutgers was there watching somebody on Queen of Peace and I got invited to a camp because mm-hmm. the coach saw me he's like he's like oh he first he asked me how many stars I had and I'm like none <laughs> like I don't even have a and then he's like he's like all right like he's like he's like you like you seem like a good player he's like I, like we want to get you into this camp so they invited us to the camp whatever invited me to the camp went to the camp did my thing and. At the end of at the end of sophomore year, I had the choice. Basically, it was either uh, St. Mary's, Queen of Peace, Paramus Catholic, and I was a third. I was a three. I was gonna go to St. Mary's mm-hmm. and um, Queen of Peace. Like the coaches calling me and stuff like that. Even though in high school, you know, they don't recruit. But <laughs> St. Mary's didn't no cap. Yeah. Huh? St. Mary's never really did. It's crazy. I mean, th- no, nah, they didn't. They they didn't. Didn't. Like, like the players would pretty much just yeah, tell Coach people. Yeah, Coach Shannon would never call you. Because I, I remember you was, you was just like, yo, pull up. Yeah, they, Coach Shannon doesn't do that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I was I was trying to make that choice, and I, I was working. I had got my first job, right, that summer. I was working for an AAU team, and I was, like, taking the money at the door, like, getting the refs to sign, like, the fucking, their signing sheets and all that stuff. So, Coach Wimberly walked in, uh, Benji Wimberly. He was a coach at Patterson Catholic, a prominent um, school in Jersey. Has like eight rings. How, how many rings, Jay? Yeah, seven, seven or eight, seven, seven, eight. seven or eight. Like he won, like won, like over like seventy games. Like he's St. Mary's. Yeah, wow. He's being St. Mary's. Yeah. yeah. So his he had one of the, the most prominent um, high school teams, and it was in my hometown, Patterson. And when they closed, they closed my eighth grade year or my seventh grade year, one of the two. Um, and yeah, because they closed my incoming freshman year. Yeah, so it was my eighth grade year. So I, I, that was the school that I initially wanted to go to because to go to, go to a hometown school, you know, to be good, be being all these teams from like all the uh, different areas, like that's a different sense of pride, and to be playing for someone who's from that town as well, and being a black man. So he was like someone that I always looked up to, someone that I always like wanted to play for, and I played with his son Justin, um, like all like all through like my uh, little league career. Yeah. I played with uh, Justin all through like my little league career with baseball, basketball, and football. So, cause when we walked in, he saw me, recognized me. I was talking to him, whatever. He's like, "How you doing?" And I was telling, like, had a, had a conversation with him. So he's like, "Oh, like he's like, oh, like let me get your dad's number." So I gave him my dad's number. So I didn't think anything of it. I thought he was just, like looking at like contact with my dad and stuff. But like he's like, "Hey, listen, like I'm back at Hackensack. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like if you if you guys want to come over, like open arms, or whatever." Mm-hmm. So, you know, I made the switch, came to Akintac, and junior year was a big year of exploration for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I started to realize, one, the talent that I had in football and in art, because I went to Hackensack and I took an art class, and, like, the first piece I did, like, my art teacher, like, lost her mind. Mm-hmm. So, um, I started to realize my talents, uh, started to get into a little bit of... I don't, I don't know what you call that phase, but, you know, it started to be a little bit more dipping, dipping and dabbing in the ladies and stuff like that, you know, started, like, figuring dipping out. Dipping and dabbing? I don't, I don't want to say nothing too okay. crazy, you okay. feel me? Okay, but, <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I started, I started, like, exploring and obviously figuring out who I am as a person, 
And um, like I, I met Jake. Well, I didn't meet Jalen, but you know, re met Jalen that year. Met Mills Tree. You know, my like my life, my lifelong friends now. And like I said, that year was big for me. And that year, like that's when I first started, started having schools recruit me. And like I remember, like they called me down to the athletic office. I was like, all right, like I know there's a school here for me. I was expecting to be like, like a like you know a small little D two school or like fucking like William Patterson or some shit like you know someone local and like I walked into the office and I remember the guy was sitting there and like he was talking but like he was wearing a polo and I couldn't see like the, the school that was on his polo was on the other side mm-hmm. and like when he was like he was talking to the to the to AD and when he turned to talk to me it was Virginia and I was like the first school that came and I'm like I'm like bro and like they had only called me so I'm sitting there talking to him he's like yeah man he's like I came down here he's like he's like yo he's like I'm what the hell happened in your first two years of high school? He's like, your first, like, year and a half, really. Mm-hmm. And I was like, explaining to him, like, should I deal with my older brother? And, like, I didn't really care about being in school and stuff before. And he's like, he's like, listen, man, he's like, going to be honest. Like, he's like, we want you to be a Cavalier. He's like, there's going to be a bunch of other schools that's going to come to, like, knock on the door. So he was like, get your get your grades up. He's like, get your shit up. He was like, because you're either going to have to go to JUCO or prep school. But he's like, get your grades up. Like, he's like, you got, you got that talent. So I'm like, all right, bet. So the next couple of school, next school that came after that was Cincinnati. Then Towson came, like, Literally, only big D1 schools are coming in. So, I'm like, yo, bro, like, there's something I could really could do. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, and for anybody who was wondering why I didn't like that coach so much, he was calling from my old school to alert the new the new school that I was at that I probably didn't live over there. He's like, oh, he doesn't live over there. He doesn't do this. Literally, a grown-ass man calling to derail my whole future Jeez. because of whatever. Mm-hmm. So. That's Max. Yeah, that, that, so that was, a, that was another thing that was experiences. Um, just... You know, learning, like, just a whole new experience. Hackensack was a whole different vibe. Like, you know, you go from 800 kids in your school to 800 kids in your class. And, like, you're you're meeting pe- different people every day. And it's literally, my other school is diverse, but Hackensack was one of, the, like, the most diverse communities that I've seen. Because yeah. it's just so many, it was a melting 33, pot. 33, 33, 33, bro. Yeah, like, everything, it was even, bro, even, bro. Like, literally. So, um, crazy. It was, it was it was different for me, bro. I would say that much. It was definitely different for me, and I, I learned a lot my my junior year. Um, so I have a question, because my little brother is in high school right now, and his football journey is nuts. He is about to be a junior, and he's about to go to his third high school. Um, and I feel like they get when you're trying to figure out your whole football thing and your education. It can get so cloudy because uh, you have so many people telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. So, what would you guys advise these young kids that are going into schools and looking at sports? And like, what do you Don't, feel like there's any? I say the biggest thing. And this is just my opinion. Yeah, guy, my own opinion. Don't go to a school that all it has to offer is football. What? Because uh-huh. yeah. if it only has football to offer, it's not worth it. Because there's Plenty of schools where you can play good football and get more out of it, a whole experience. Don't go to school. You're in, you're in school for nine months out of the year, right, or something like that. So you're going to play football for three and a half months, and then the rest of the time that you're there, you're going to be miserable. So, yeah, definitely what Christian said. And I would yeah. say everything that you think is not important, it is. Important. Everything is important. Um, I didn't even realize until after I graduated high school, I was clocking in community service hours doing little stuff because I was just donating my time or whatever. And then, like, a cop was like, oh, did you know you have, like, over 160, like, community service hours? I'm like, what the hell? What? That's crazy. And I didn't, I didn't and realistically, I didn't, wasn't thinking about that. So I could have zero. And they were like, oh, yeah, you don't have any community service hours, but. That's tough. Yeah. 
for sure. I love crazy. that. So yeah, definitely uh, fo- focus on the little things. That's what I would, that's the advice I would give them. Okay. And now to wrap it up, senior year, the 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 t- the tip of the tip of the top. You were at the top of the totem pole. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us were driving, some of us wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us was a man or the or the woman. Mm-hmm. You know, in their respective right. So senior yeah. year, what was senior year for you? Senior year was, I think, an experience, like, to say the least. Because, like, remember I told you that's the first time you see human experience? I think senior year is, like, ultra because, like, everyone's starting to go their separate ways. Yeah. Every, like, yo, like, you know, you're really, like, I, I think by the time senior year comes, you figure out who your friends are. You know what I mean? You figure out, like, even if you don't say nothing, like, after this is over, I don't rock with you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you. like, I, like We're I, not friends you, for You kind of rub me the wrong way. You know what I mean? I think senior year was a, a special time. Senior year was when I really, like, I really saw how some of the parents at uh, St. Mary's were. I really saw how, like, yeah. I really saw how some of the parents really, truly felt. You know what I mean? And some of the kids, too. You know what I mean? But still, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't let that take away from my whole experience at St. Mary's, just that, that little mm-hmm. part of it. Because I think, you know, Miss Buckley was phenomenal. Coach Sheridan, the whole mm-hmm. football organization was phenomenal. You know what I mean? I think just their philosophy on life was phenomenal. Uh, Coach Johnson and Coach Marshall, phenomenal. And uh, some of the kids, you know, I met some really good friends. Like, I still have those same friends for, for my entire life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they're going to be my friends for the rest of my life, too. You know, regardless of, you know, the, you know, this, our friendships have conflict, but you know, stuff like that you got to get over. So, like, when I say that, I don't mean, like, oh, you're getting one little argument with your friend, you're not your friend no more. When I say, like, you see people's character, and you're like, you see their character, and you're like, I can't, I can't really rock with you like that. You start keeping people on a need to know basis, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, but once you, I think when, once you meet people of good character, you want to stick with them regardless of any type of little argument you have. You know what I mean? So I don't mean like that. You know, but I think uh, high school is where you really just see people for the, their true nature. And I think senior was was perfect for that because everyone could drive now. You know what I'm saying? You could leave and go out to eat. You know what I mean? Working, I was working a job. Oh, my God. Bro. I worked at Fridays my senior year, right? And um, some of those people broke my heart because I was a prep boy. I wasn't like a waiter or anything. I was like in the back of the back of the kitchen chopping up vegetables and cooking ribs and like cleaning out the freezer but like literally I was the only person there besides me and my boy Kenny I was and I still talk to him I was the only only person there who behind behind the scenes would you recommend people to eat Friday's food yes okay cool yeah I don't eat Friday's okay eat Friday's yeah you eat Friday's just the appetizers are frozen but like yeah. yeah. But the meat is actually we don't they didn't freeze the meat. The meat was fresh. Okay, cool. Oh, All right, yeah. Like, I would literally cut it, you know. Everybody I know that works behind the scenes or somewhere, they're like, yeah, no, I would never eat that. Don't eat it. <laughs> Fridays is straight. All right, cool, cool, cool. I would eat at Fridays. I mean I don't eat at Fridays that often, but now next time I'm there, I'll yeah, eat at Fridays, bro. Um Yeah, but I was worked at Fridays and I remember something that really impacted me. One of the workers there, he was um he didn't really speak English. Mm-hmm. Now that's funny. Some of the workers like they didn't we, I only spoke English at the time, I didn't speak French at the time. And they only spoke Spanish, but for some reason we communicated. I don't know how, but I guess a little bit of words here and there we spoke. But he told me something like, you know, and chopped up words. But his message was like, he's like, man, you gotta be grateful for life. You gotta be appreciative. He said, cause, you know, you about to go to college. He goes, after this, you're done with this. You don't ever have to come back here again. But he was like, me, this is what I could do for the rest of my life. And I was like, damn. I was like, damn, bro. And like that's little, like I feel like little things like that in my life kind of propelled me forward. Cause that right down there, forget that. Like, that's why like I'm really grateful for my life, regardless of what's going on. And I, and I 
And I think it's one thing sometimes you say you're grateful, but I think you show how grateful you are with your life, with your actions. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you, you can say you're grateful for life, but you don't work hard and you're not grateful because that man, if he had the opportunity to just have the opportunity to do what I could do, he would work hard at it because like, who the hell wants to work at Fridays and clean yeah. the freezer in the summertime with three coats on? Who wants to do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? You guys ever been done been a dishwasher? I was dishwasher for one day. I told my boss, if you don't put me back at that prep line, bro, I would quit. Bro, you got dish after dish after dish. You're in the, the dishwasher line with racks of dishes coming in. You got high sprayers. You're trying to clean everything. And it's just endless amount. Eight hours straight of washing dishes, 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 bro. Like, I could never. No. Yeah. I used to come home, bro, with my little sketch, with my little Payless, uh, little non-slippers shoes bro smelling filthy with just food all over my black mm. pants and everything bro like used to really i used to really be like yo there's no way i could do this my whole life i worked one i worked a mother's day bro i was that day i was on the line cooking you know i was on the line cooking and i'm looking at the screen everything turned red bro on mother's day i'm like yo i really like i'll leave right now <laughs> i won't come back <laughs> you know what i'm saying and it was bro i was working at fridays was like I don't know if you guys like if who was like ever had like a real like job like one of those jobs where it's like grutty like working at McDonald's or Fridays in the kitchen or something. Oh my bro, I feel for people like that, bro. Like you know, back there it's crazy working in like the prep or like clean. Bro, imagine cleaning a freezer in the summertime wearing a coat. Like it's it's oh, hot outside. <laughs> and you gotta got clean it. the freezer, bro. Like someone has to do it. Like yeah. this has to be sanitized. You gotta clean the freezer. It was a lot, bro. It was nuts back there on Fridays. But that was that was the most important aspect because my dad told me like if I got a real job, that's he would like phone phone. My dad was like, if I got a real job, he would like help me get a car. Yeah. And that's all I was like, okay. At the time I was you know, I was still getting money, but like I had to get a real job to prove, you know what I mean? So I got a real job and I was like, Whoo That shit was an eye opener, bro. Mm-hmm. What life is really like when you you know, I couldn't imagine working minimum wage jobs my entire life. It's crazy. Oh. Uh, Jay? My senior year? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, well, 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 stemming back to my junior year, I had to, um, I transferred schools again. I transferred to Hackensack. Um, I was, uh, either had a choice to go to, um, it was Hackensack, Montclair, Paramus Catholic, or, um, Erasmus Hall in Brooklyn, the school that Curtis Samuel went to. Um, I had a chance to play with him, but uh, we we ultimately chose Hackensack because of uh, you know Coach Mumbley always was a dream of mine to play to play for him. Um, so uh, my senior year was awesome, uh, best year of my life. Um, just you know, just socially, uh, football. It was st- statistical wise, it wasn't. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but I was in the best shape of my life um, my senior year. And uh, Asante, and uh, Asante could attest to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I came in, I came in, I came in a Hackensack at 238 pounds. Uh, the first game of the season, I was 205. I was yeah. 205. So like from May, from May to August, I lost 30 pounds, around like, yeah, like 35 pounds around there. And, um, <clears throat> you know, just me just looking the part now, because that was my only problem, like, with recruiting. They was always say, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to lose weight, you need to lose weight, you need to lose weight. 
Um, so, you know, with me doing that, you know, I felt good. I felt better about myself. And, uh, uh, you know, just that's for the football, you know, for the football aspect of my senior year, it was, you know, it was good on that part. Um, and uh, uh, socially in school, that was probably like, like I said, like my best year. Uh, school, I finished with like a 3.4 GPA. Um, uh, what else? I got my scholarship, even though my grades wasn't up to par, I got a scholarship to play for a uh, full scholarship to go to Virginia Union University, uh, HBCU. Um, and yeah, and uh, I met my, I met, I met some, some great people, the people that I call my brothers now. Uh, I met them, well, we met, rekindled with Asante, and then met Asante and Tree. Uh, uh, Tyler, too, Tyler Drakeford, that's my, that's my other friend outside of that, outside of the friend group. Um, Chris Cole, um, and other people. I, I still got it, like, you know, like a sort of, sort of relationship with all, not all my teammates, but with a lot of my teammates for my senior year. And, uh, you know, it was... It was cool. It was cool. And I, uh, <laughs> this might sound weird, but I really found out, like, there's just where you're from, like, where you grew up at, where you're from, that's the type of person, you know, not the type of person, but that's the type of, like, because you know how, like, Bergen County always had the rap, like, oh, they some bougie black kids? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the Bergen, like Bergen County, not the Garfield and not like that. I'm talking about, like, Hey yo! Hey, 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 Garfield! Hey, nigga, I'm sorry, bro. Garfield broke, but damn, bro. I'm sorry, bro, but y'all, y'all, y'all cross the river from uh, Pasig. You know how that goes. Um, uh, but that's when I really got the like, you know, the knowledge of like, yo, like these kids are like really different from, from where you know I'm coming from, from either Pasig or Plainfield. You know what I'm saying? Like, these kids are really, like, bougie black people. Like, and, you know, I had to not switch up the way, you know, I dealt with them, but, you know, it was, it was some, it was, you know, sometimes I had to, like, look at people like, bro, like, why why are you acting like you're from Patterson, bro? You're from Hackensack. There's nothing. I could walk down the street at 2 o'clock in the morning and feel safe around here. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't have to. I don't have to watch my back. You know, around here. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's with me. Like, I really got like the glimpse of like, okay, like, it really, it really like, you know, depends on where you're from, the way you act. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and 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 Sanji could attest to that. We come, we come from basically the same area. We're not the same area. We come from the same county. I come from. You know, Pasig, you come from Patterson, and then, you know, we came together. Had to beat somebody's like, ass in practice one day. Yeah. <laughs> so, we, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we had, me and Asante had long conversations about, nice like, Hackensack kids yeah. and how they, like, Same how we're question. different from them. And it's so crazy, but, you know, you know, um, just, I, I, lo- I love my senior year. It was fun. I did. When I turned eighteen and I could sign myself out, oh, it was a, it, it was lit. <laughs> it was lit. It was lit. So, uh, so yeah, I love I love my senior. Year. My senior year was probably one of the best years I ever had. So yeah, senior year lit. Senior year was one of the best years I've ever had. 
Definitely, I was throwing parties. If you know, you know. And um, I, as soon as I got accepted into like the college of my choice, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna be chilling now. Like, I don't really have to do too much. I took my SATs. I got into the colleges that I wanted to get into, and it was just fun. Up and stuck from there. That's good. My my, my senior year, uh, was. It was a roller coaster. I think it was a. Uh, I experienced the emotion I experienced in every year in that year. Mm-hmm. I started my year off like I, we talk, we spoke about it last episode. Started the summer off getting kicked off the football team. Uh, had like a like an episode like blacked out. So I started doing counseling again at the beginning of my senior year. Um, ended up getting back on the football team right in time for the first game. Had a phenomenal senior year. Uh, rushed for a thousand yards, had nineteen touchdowns. Nineteen. Um, yeah. You're tough. A little something, something. You feel me? Uh, then I had scholarship offers that I couldn't receive. Why? Uh, I, yeah, I, Syracuse had offered me Boston College. Boston College gave me um, a verbal offer, mm-hmm. um, but I couldn't. I couldn't accept my scholarship because my grades weren't good enough. So. That was like a, it was a, it was it was that year was like a up and it was down up and down and it was kept, you know, uh, alternating like that. But, you know, I picked the prep school that I was gonna go to. Went to went to prep school the next year. Uh, pretty much, you know, had my friend group graduate on me as uh, I was the youngest out of the friend group, so they had all graduated the next year. So I was really pretty much rocking with my boys like uh, Mikey, Goran, like uh, Tina Cola, Maddie couple couple of my guys um and it was yeah just like it, it was a it was a, a a good year but it was also a bad year because I had some 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 things that I had to work through and it was good because I'm like all right I'm at the end of high school but it was like it gave me that 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 little kick like all right like you see how much work you got to do now you know like you're done with this but you got a long way to go bro like and that was pretty much what I was telling myself in high school um had some uh, some really good teachers, uh, you know. Went to like three prom senior year. Prom was fun, and uh, yeah, just wrapped up the year. You know, it was pretty calm, and I, and I enjoyed it. So yeah, that was our high school experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, shout my out. Wait, can, I, can I make a shout out to one teacher? Yeah. I just want to shout out Mr. Reimer, man. Thanks. Um, one of the. I, I think he's my top teacher. He was my my, uh, my math teacher my senior year. Um, so he showed me. He, he basically sat me <laughs> down. Logic in them. Um, he basically sat me down in the middle of my senior year, and he was like, "Yo, like, if you keep going at this rate, because I was, you know, I, I, at that time, like, I had just turned eighteen, so like, you know, I was I was wilding, not wilding, like, like." you know, going to jail or whatever, but, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like, school-wide. Um, so he sat me down, he was like, yo, like, you know, like, I saw your grades, and you just need to step it up. Like, basically, he just told me that, straight like that. You need to step it up, or, or you're going to be a very big disappointment. Wow. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he told me that, and after that day, um, you know, I just turned it up in school, and, um that's why I finished with a three four, and they, you know, in order for me to, to accept the scholarship that I got, the one and only scholarship that I got, uh, because of my grade, even though I had, you know, a lot of Division one schools coming to see me, recruiting me, or whatever, 
Santi could Santi could t- uh, attest to that too. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, he I, I gotta give a shout out to him, Mr. Reimer. Um, he actually went viral on a picture on uh, one time too. You ever, yeah, um, you ever seen a picture of the teacher in the do rag teaching in class? No. Oh, that's yeah, it was a black it was a black short teacher teaching in class and he was like, What you gonna do? You gonna round this motherfucker up? That was, that's, that's Mr. Reimer right yeah, there. Yeah, so, fact. Um, Shout out to Reimer. He definitely, he definitely, uh, definitely spoke some words to me. Some similar words to me my senior year. And I shout out to Montesano too. He was yeah, like, Montesano too. Yeah, fact. Yeah. Fact. What, what was, what was our, uh, uh, the, the, the lady with, the, uh, the vice president? Damn, I forgot. She had the fatty too. Yeah, she was right. I used to wear my headphones around her just so she could talk to me. Okay. No Niggas are tired. But yeah, we got we to wrap it up now. Um, This has been another episode of the Demigod Chronicles. We appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, whether you, you know, stop listening after a couple seconds, a couple minutes, whether you made it to this point, we appreciate you for even giving us a chance. Uh, follow everybody on their respective uh, social medias. At CB Lopez, at Alasia Ash- Ashley, at Mr. J A Y Wheeler, and me at underscore underscore demigod underscore, and the page at the demigod chronicles underscore, and on Twitter at the DGC underscore. Um, yeah, this has been another episode. We thank everybody for tuning in. We thank everyone for the continuous support. You know, everyone that tuned into the live, we appreciate y'all, and we ask that y'all continue to rock with us. We're going to continue putting out content. we got new segments coming this week. we back at y'all with Wisdom Wednesday this week. we back at y'all with our playlist this week. And me and Lay got some new stuff coming to the page and Sean. So, um, yeah, just look just look to the future for more consistency from us, uh, more content, and more fire for your head top. Sedula Sunday, go get that. Greenhouse Pop, go tune to that. Yes, sir. No cap. Yeah. Bow.